0: What's tea, you, all I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett. where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. was good people. I have Brandon here. And as you guys know, this is create your own story. So I don't introduce the person that I'm on with, I allow them to introduce themselves and tell the tell us who they are. So
1: introduce yourself. Hey, everyone, my name is Brandon. I'm from Oxnard, California. And um, I, I've been trading stocks for a bit. And that's been my main job now since June of 2020. And I represent Stock Strategies. It's a small business that we started back in March of 2020 with two of my business partners. And since then, um, we've just been helping the community grow and learning how to trade stocks as well.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, One of the reasons why I wanted to do the podcast with you, like I know that we were in that uh, group that um, Charles had started. And I didn't really talk to many people. And I followed some people. And then when the group kind of like, Dwizzled out. I unfollowed most of them. But um you're really positive. Like the stuff that you would post uh was positive and like uplifting and and uh I admired that about you. Um and then I noticed that we have a few mutual friends. Um so I was just like, oh, let me just ask him to see if he'll be down to do the podcast. Um the first question though that I want to ask, well, before I ask any questions, I want I I don't like to do interviews. I, I think that's a lot of cliche. I'm not hiring you for anything. Mm-hmm. So I want it to be a good dialogue, a conversation, as well right. as you will. So with everything that the year 2020 has been with the presidency, the COVID, and social injustices, how has this defined you or shaped you as a person?
1: I think with everything that happened just in 2020 alone, it's a big reason why I decided I'm leaving the military. Um, not more so with the fact that like the military is bad for like starting a career or getting things going. But um, because of how I was put into positions where I had to pretty much be ready to go to stand guard for the riots when I wasn't even really trying to be out there, stuff like that. Like we have no say once you sign the contract, they tell you, you have to go at this time, be ready by this time. And, At that moment when i was getting ready to go on the bus that's like that was the defining moment for me in 2020 when i decided like this wasn't the lifestyle for me anymore so um i guess like with everything going on it just really affected how i viewed the rest of my life because if you would have seen me back in uh, 2015 when i first joined i would have told you i wanted to do the air force for like 20 years maybe even 30 and then as the years progressed and i started developing my own viewpoints on everything and not just what I grew up knowing, that's when I started to really change what it is that I wanted to do moving forward. So 2020 definitely opened up my eyes to what I really wanted to do for myself.
0: And what what is it that you really want to do for yourself?
1: Right now, I've been focused on teaching people how to trade stocks. And that's been my passion since I first started investing. I just found it really interesting that you can put money into something. And over time, it'll help you grow to make even more money as long as you don't like spend the money and you just let it sit there and then the fact that i'm able to now teach other people how to do it alongside me it's been pretty rewarding to see them all like have their their lives change by having this extra source of income so that's been pretty fun
0: and what is trading stocks for the people out there that don't really know
1: okay so there's a difference between trading and investing now investing is what i first started with which is where you pretty much look for companies that you'll want to buy uh, shares of shares are like a piece of the company and you want to hold this piece of the company over time because throughout time as the years progress you'll find that their value of that piece or um, the share is going to gain value now as it gains value so let's say you put like $100 in and it gains like 10% in value over a year then you now have $110 so investing is more for long term like instead of just putting into savings you're putting into something that will potentially grow your money at a higher rate. Now, trading is a completely different beast. Trading is what I do full-time, and that's where you go in. You have to read the charts, keep up with the news, understand how to read the candlesticks on the the trading platform, and then it's really fast-paced. So, like, for example, sometimes you'll be in and out within five minutes, Other times you'll be in and out within an hour, but it's not really like long term with my other investments because it's just two different things. And um, the biggest thing with trading is since it's so fast paced, it's easy for everyone to pick up as a side income since you can do it from 630 to 730 and you'll just be done with your day. That's
0: pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, so uh, I don't know if you've ever listened to any of my podcasts but if you don't I you should know that they're heavily music based the reason being is because um, the start of my career I guess this isn't my career <laughs> the start of my career I, I uh, never knew exactly what I wanted to do with my life I just knew that I wanted to one help people and I loved music like I just got it Um And so I used to work with certain artists, I still work with some here and there, but I used to work with certain um, artists in the industry, music industry. And um, fast forward, I realized that I didn't want to be behind the scenes anymore. Really, I Mm. I felt like I, I have one, the personality and I have two, the look to be somebody that's out out there right um, I know I don't look like it right now <laughs> but
1: <laughs> chill out, chill. Chill out. <laughs> but,
0: but um if only y'all could see what I look like right now but no nah. but um I, I I just know that I'm supposed to be somebody and I didn't realize that at first mm-hmm. you know um, but I know that I still wanted to be able to have music some in my career field in some sort So I usually always play music because one, I'm able to promote new artists and two, Mm -hmm. it's just what I love. I feel like music is um, the gap between heaven and earth. Maybe not like songs like WAP or anything, but <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but um, I mean, that's just what I, I feel to believe. No shade to Cardi or Meg. But, uh. um, but um, I'm going to play a song right now and then we can talk about it. Um, This song is actually an old song and I know, you know, it's the remix. It's Trey's songs. Gotta make it.
2: <laughs> Trey.
1: Yes,
0: man.
2: This is Aretha. Woo. Believe in yourself. The show. Believe in your dreams. Don't let nobody tell you what you can't do. You're sure gonna make it, yeah. This song is for mine. Shiny. Just going through it, you gotta know you can do it. And this song is for mine. Shiny. Just hold it down, cause uh. build it from the ground. Cause uh. I try to soothe with a smile. And I play the block for a while. People try to kill me. Yeah. No matter what you go through, I know.
0: So I always try to relate the songs to the next topic or thing that I'm going to talk about. So with the song, you just got to make it and believing not to give up. Like, has there been a time in your life where you wanted to, to give up or, or just not know exactly what your, your purpose is?
2: Hmm.
1: Honestly, I'd probably say no, because Uh, Just growing up, I always realized early on that since I was the oldest child, I had to pretty much figure things out first and then have to be the example for my siblings growing up and knowing that I always had like younger siblings looking up to me, it kind of made a difference on how I wanted to approach life because every mistake I made, they would see and they would possibly do the same thing or they'd learn from it and they'd be like, oh, this is something I don't want to be like. So rather than being the example of what they don't want to be like, I've always tried to be someone that they aspire to be like. And um, I feel that by having me as their role model and making sure that I'm always keeping myself in check with what I'm doing, it helped make sure that I'm staying on track, whether it's um, figuring out what I'm going to do next with my career goals or even just staying close to my family, because I know a lot of people as we get older, we start to drift from our family and we lose sight of the people who really value us most. And we just start to get really invested in whatever is in front of us. And that kind of happened to me for a bit because I was living on the East coast for a few years. So as I moved back and I started seeing my family a lot more, it really brought to light what it is that I find the most important. And that's like making sure that I'm the like the example that my siblings needed growing up because I just feel like with life the the thing that's helped me the most is always having a backup plan and if that doesn't work out then a backup plan to the backup plan in order to figure out what I'm going to do next so I don't know I'm I've just really been into planning like for everything
0: that's good um do at any point in your life have you felt like you like it was a burden that you know that you had to be the example
1: no because I, I embraced it, being the oldest child. Because to be honest, so my parents split up when I was four or five. And out of my entirety of all my siblings, both combined with my mom and dad's side, I'm the oldest of 12. Oh, wow. Yeah, so <laughs> when you have that many younger siblings looking up to you, you kind of have to be the example or they're going to make you the example of what not to be like. So I just embraced it, and um, my siblings—they make me happy seeing like how they appreciate life, because I don't know—is we came from a really different upbringing than what most people would expect. Because, for example, like my dad, he was gangbanging, and then he was locked up and all that. But I never chose to go down that path for a very specific reason, because I didn't want to have the same type of future for myself where I wouldn't even be there for my siblings growing up so just seeing that firsthand really it molded how I wanted to see myself in the future and I just didn't want to be that way for them
0: makes sense makes sense I know for me um I don't have any I don't (laughs) I always say I don't have any siblings. this is actually that's a false statement Hmm. um I didn't grow up with any of my siblings they're from my Hmm. dad's side um and I'm, I'm the only child on my mom's side so and then crazy as this sounds so two years ago 2019 on july 3rd i, I wonder does my dad listen to these podcasts <laughs> um, if he does then he may feel a little offended with some of the stuff i'd be saying um, we don't have the best relation we don't really, i'm not even gonna say we have we don't have the best relationship we have a non-existent relationship there's no relationship oh wow. however we, there is a line of communication. Actually, that's a lie. Well, he can hit me up on Instagram. I was going to say there's a line of communication because <laughs> he has my phone number, but I just changed my phone number, so he can't even hit me up if he wanted to. But he can hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. Um, but anyways, um, he hits me up on July 3rd, and he's like, oh, I just got in touch with your sister. And I'm like, what sister? <laughs> so turns out I have a 24-year-old sister that's younger than me,
3: oh, wow. and
0: she grew up in Oxnard, and I never this knew whole about her. The whole time, she doesn't live in Oxnard anymore.
1: Oh man, Uh,
0: he knew this whole entire time, and And he never never told once. Never told me. That's foul. Um, and then one of my uh friends, I guess one of my friends, is friends with her half brother. Um, and but like it's like I I could have walked past her and never realized, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. That's been in the same area. You could have been at the same party or or just doing something together
0: exactly, and I never would have known. and so i uh was really like thrown the hell off like how are you gonna one how you you have my number at this time how are you gonna call not, well, how are you not gonna call me and tell me this but right send it to me on instagram not even about, a text message not even a text message <laughs> send it to me on instagram Talking about oh i found yours or ha- happy fourth of july one is the third nigga um, not the fourth but and two, like, that's not something that you just message somebody on, on Instagram about like, oh yeah, I just uh, got in touch with your sister.
1: Right. One, like he wasn't,
0: he wasn't trying to see her. He wasn't trying to take care of her. Um, She happened to find him on LinkedIn. What? Yes. And uh, just from the stories that her mother told her, she, I guess, never met, her, never met him um he swears that he took me to go see her once I was young, when I was younger I just don't remember mm. I have only hung out with my dad one time in my entire life by yeah. myself I remember it um we went to the he was in the military we went into we went to the CB base or whatever and it was like uh I don't know what they call it like the it was like they had like this fair thing I was probably like six or seven I remember that day never remember meeting a sister <laughs> 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 like um <laughs>
1: she might have just been there and you saw her for like two seconds yeah and
0: even if i'm 32 and she turned 25 this past year i believe so Mm. i'm about seven that means that she was literally a baby
1: yeah like she was just
0: born or something
1: (laughs) Thirty-two. yeah dang so there's really no way you would have Exactly. Really like I,
0: yeah, and and if I did meet her, let's say, give him the benefit of the doubt. You never once said that that was my sister. because I'm pretty sure I would have came home and told my mom.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> and she well, does That's she something never, big.
0: Yeah, she never mentioned it. Um, but yeah. So I mean, that's just my story. So with that, um, I didn't. I never really had. I never had. Not. I don't want to use the word burden, but I never felt that I had to live up to a standard to make sure that my siblings or people look up to me. It wasn't until maybe, like I'm extremely close with some of my cousins, like they're like my brothers and sisters. Um, And it wasn't until like I realized like certain things like them being around me and certain things I do that they would pick up on certain things that I would do. Right. And I'm like, oh, you shouldn't talk like that. <laughs> like, or you shouldn't do something like that. So that was like, okay, well then they actually do look up to me. I need right. to to make a change or I need to do do right. Granted, I was an amazing kid. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> my mom likes to say I was bad, but I was like, I never smoked. You never I've never smoked anything in my entire life. I didn't drink anything until I was at 21. Uh, oh, so wow. I was like I was, I was a, a very straight edge. I was in church um monday wednesdays no monday tuesdays fridays and occasionally saturdays when i was in high school like i was super like straight edge so Mm -hmm. when she's like sometimes she'd be like oh yeah you were like bad i'm like the hell i was like you had a (laughs) blessing in your
1: life and you don't even see it if you knew what the bad kids are doing (laughs) exactly like
0: yeah the people that i hang out with they may be bad but i don't be doing other stuff they do um but that's just, just my little upbringing. So I, like, it just, um, I even notice now, like when my, my little, little, little cousins, like come in my room or hang out or something like that. And I'm just like, okay, I need to watch what I say because I, I'm basically like, you know, like they always say like it to um, raise a child is like, a, what is it? It takes a village takes a to village. raise a child. Yeah. Okay. To raise a child. And even though we don't mean to help raise kids, just, you still do you still do it, the tv does their friends do like it's just how how it is and um it's kind of sad it's not sad but it like people need to parents need to realize like it, when you this is what i think of when i become a parent that mm-hmm. there's certain people that i'm not gonna allow around my kid because <laughs> i already see how your parents raised you <laughs> and that just ain't that's not, that's gonna not fly. what I want yeah really. like you can't even look at my kid Like,
1: <laughs> I mean I don't know it, it's it's pretty rewarding though when you see your like when I at least for me when I see my siblings doing well like it, it makes me happy to know that like they don't have any worries about wondering where their like mentor is kind of thing because I I found a struggle with that growing up Because I didn't have an older brother. So I just, like, I had had to have my older friends or whoever. And I'd try to find someone to guide me. Like, when I was growing up, like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, for example, talking to a a girl. Like, nobody's going to teach you that, but your older brother or one of your older friends. And since I didn't have an older brother, you know, like, those kind of life lessons, I guess, I had to learn from my friends as well. And I'm not going to say it was the best lessons, (laughs) but, (laughs) I mean... (laughs) i just needed some type of guidance and i never really had that for my friends but then thankfully um my mom met my stepdad so then he became my like my role model or my like my go-to guy for everything
0: i feel that i've never i never had a role model i never had like i can think i have thought about this not too long ago too i was like I, I never had anybody to look up to like i was there was nobody there like there's other people that i like admired, but i they weren't in my life long enough or in my life um, consistently for me to be able to say that oh I look up to this person Perfect. so like I tell my mom all the time I was like I raised myself like you was always at that time partying drinking you were going out or whatever and I was home alone or home with my grandmother or whatever and I'm just watching tv or whatever so I could have went a negative route and I've had like older cousins but like I and they were doing their stuff that was not so great and I just never that's n- never what I wanted to, to be or ever wanted to do. So I didn't even go that route. Um, really? It's actually a blessing It turned out the way that I did now that I think about it. Um, so I, I feel that like I'm pretty, pretty blessed in a certain way, but I do know that because I didn't have anybody that I know that now as a 32 year old man, I want to be able to, to show other people, people that I don't even know just from looking at me like that you know for them to think highly of me and for right. the most part I feel that they people do and and it, it'll be like someone told me the other day at my job that they are they admired me or whatever they admired me since they first met me or whatever oh wow and I'm like
1: that's a nice compliment honestly.
0: yeah it really was and I'm like I don't even remember we, like I actually I do remember when we first met but like uh, they literally stopped me one day and told me that I looked really good on a previous day that they seen me or whatever. And I was like, Oh, thanks or whatever. But I didn't think um, anything of it because I get compliments all the time. That sounds like <laughs> I'm being conceited and I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I swear I'm not, but um, just very confident. Um, but no. Right. Um, so I just didn't like, I was like, what, what, what am I doing? How I'm carrying myself right that I, clearly i'm doing the right thing then like i don't if, know what it is but i'm clearly doing the right thing if you admire how i move or how what i do mm-hmm. like then i'm 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 on the right path basically
1: i think when it comes to stuff like that it's just if you're generally a good person people people can see it they can sense it like there's a difference between someone who's trying to put up a front like they care for people versus Mm -hmm. someone who genuinely cares for people and you can really see and like it's not just by your words but it's how how you present yourself how you are around people how you are when people aren't around like Mm -hmm. that's that's really when your character truly shows and I feel like when it comes to being someone like that people admire they look for those things like how are you as a person not just when someone's watching you but like when you're not being watched like are you really this caring for other people or is it just a front and yeah when people see how you are as a person they'll really pick up on that so
0: i think that's pretty cool yeah yeah yeah. i'm I'm really i really i really try to be a good person i feel that sometimes um my first impression uh, i think first impression for anybody is always the most important thing it doesn't determine how a person is but i've really had to have had to work on my first impression because i've been like rude like somebody that i'm probably gonna have on this podcast soon um flashman wade who was on um america's top model oh well um he was at a video shoot i actually helped get him the job he like Mm -hmm. i told him this recently he didn't know um but um i helped him get him the job and it's funny because i used to work at Vans at the time and uh he uh they were talking about, Oh, give me the discount or whatever. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I got you. I'll buy them for you, or whatever. And he's like, Oh, mm-hmm. can you give me the hookup? And I swear <laughs> I looked over at him and I just gave him a look like a weird, like a look like, don't, I don't fuck with you kind of thing. <laughs> like You
1: don't know me like that. <laughs> yeah. And then I just
0: turned, I, I turned my head back around and started continuing talking and it was so rude and like, I felt like this. Was, and after I did it, I'm like, why the hell did I do that? Like I'd be giving <laughs> no everybody reason. the discount. I don't care if I give it to him, but why, like, why was I so rude? Um, so I end up going up to him and apologizing, um, because I'm just like that, that's not who I am. Like, that's not the person that I want to be. And I think that's uh, very important, um, to see that. So So I do do have a question for you. I don't know if you believe in God or believe or higher power, the big bang theory, whatever the case is. However, Mm -hmm. let's say you believe in God or you believe in everything. Mm -hmm. What would be, there's a song by K Michelle, um, that's called 10 minutes with God. So let's say you had 10 minutes of God. What would be the one question you asked him?
1: Damn. (laughs) (laughs) You're not even going to give me a warning. (laughs) What would I ask God? I I just get one question? That's it?
2: just
0: just one. It's tough. I mean, because I think about it, if you had 10 minutes, the first question you ask is going to be the the question that you want to know the most of, just in case something happens, you know?
1: I guess I can ask him if what I'm doing now is what my purpose is for what he had planned for me, because I believe in God. Like, I I feel, well, from my beliefs, at least, uh, we all have some type of purpose on this earth, and... I would just want to know if I'm on track or if I'm supposed to tweak what I'm supposed to be doing or if I'm supposed to continue doing what I'm doing. I'd really want to know. So I would be gravitating more towards what it is that he envisioned for me to use my life for.
0: That's, that's amazing that you said that. I feel that um, p- purpose is a good thing and, uh, and maybe there's all different types of purposes. I had this good conversation with um, my employees the other day um, and I asked if they believed in, um, what was the question that I asked them? Do they believe in luck?
2: Uh.
0: Um, and everybody was all like, yeah, I believe in luck. I believe in luck. And I'm like, okay, well now do you believe in blessings? Cause if you believe in blessings, there's no way you can believe in luck. What do you mean? So luck is to say that no, you didn't do anything great you didn't do anything at all and you just got lucky like something good happened to you okay but luck is like a reason not to believe in god god oh, gives out blessings so when you get something it's rewarding or something you didn't expect you're like oh dang that was oh thank you god for the blessing or do right. you say like thanks oh so i had good luck
1: mm, okay sometimes i i think i have good luck i'm not gonna lie But then other times, like, oh, I feel blessed. So I'm not going to – well, think about it. Like, if – I'm not going to think I have a blessing if I want a shoe on sneakers and be like, oh, I got lucky. But, like, meeting someone who really impacts my life, that will feel like a blessing. So that's the way I would differentiate it.
0: So – I, I get you. So push it to a step further. So let's say you won a pair of shoes or whatever, and you said you feel like you got lucky. It was the hmm. luck of the draw, as they would say. Right. Um, but how do you know that that wasn't something that was just supposed to be for you, for you to, you know, like it was a blessing? Because yeah, that one shoe could be nothing, and, and you know, but in the grand scheme of things, those shoes that you wear, you're going to wear to this day with this outfit, get you noticed by somebody else and then you make that person like sometimes things fall into place for a reason Hmm. um you waited at the house longer because you won the shoes so you know they were coming in this day if you didn't get those shoes you may be doing something else that day right so who's to say that that wasn't the, the a blessing to get you to a bigger blessing
1: that's true. I mean, when you put it like that, <laughs> that's, that's completely Making you different.
0: think. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just all like a thought process or whatever that I would literally just, I try to always ask um, when I'm at work on my other job, my nine to five, as you will, to ask them questions, to get them to think and just have conver- conversation. Because right now, everybody's, a lot of people are working from home. They don't get that dialogue. They're sitting at home on a computer
2: mm-hmm. or
0: or they're just left without a job um and if they are left without a job tune in to my podcast but (laughs) but no um it like you you lose a sense of yourself and it's you know and it's it's actually kind of sad for some people like and I think about what COVID has done and even this whole presidency um it's just really really sad that we have realized I mean So for me as a black person, I already know the government don't care about me, (laughs) Mm. but now everybody as a whole, they're realizing that America don't give a damn about them. Mm. Um, Like sending $600 checks out or even the $1,200 that they sent back in April, that's not even enough for anybody's rent in California.
1: California in particular
0: yeah like maybe in freaking Kansas or something <laughs> or Wyoming that covers two months of rent maybe even three but that's not covering nothing and right. now you got to yeah. think like I lost my job I'm I don't qual or I don't qualify for whatever the case is so now what am I gonna do I have this twelve hundred dollars um, am I gonna pay my car note am I gonna buy food am I gonna pay partial of my rent? Like you really have to, you know, and and if that's twelve hundred dollars that's supposed to last you for what, what what was it like six, eight months?
1: April to December. So now so actually yeah, April
0: to so January. Like months? Months, not nine months. nine months, nine yeah. months. Yeah. Like that's crazy. And then this net this check that they did this last time, six hundred dollars. Like what are you gonna do with six hundred dollars?
1: I mean, I get what you're saying, but that's six hundred is still smooth to get for you maybe <laughs> no no i'm I'm saying like <laughs> i, see, I you're guess,
0: see you're looking at like, the the upside of things yeah like, yeah but like, it's a slap in the face like for some people it's like it, it, it it's not going to do is. anything
1: but isn't it supposed to be stacked on top of also receiving unemployment benefits not everybody
0: gets unemployment benefits that's true
1: see like i'm i'm still like super uneducated on this so
0: Not not everybody gets unemployment and stuff. Granted, there's some people that have gotten unemployment and they're making more money off their unemployment. Because that's what I was about to
1: say too. (laughs) Than they were making,
0: like I'd had a person, one of my friends, she was all like, dang, I feel like it's quitting so I can get on unemployment. People are making way more money. You know, Mm -hmm. I'd be making more money, you know, than I would be working right now. And I really had to like, getting that ass as you will and i was like you should feel blessed that you have a job these people right. may be making more money but some of these people have lost their jobs not even just their jobs their careers not even right. just their careers their homes mm-hmm. like and then and then on top of that there's kids that are not even going are able to go to school right now and some of these kids are like oh yeah like you know it's fun like you know but two things one you got to think about they're not learning anything at home
2: mm-hmm
0: And now these are our next doctors, our police officers are like, they're not learning. They're going to be dumb as hell, (laughs) like, you know, cause like one of my little cousin came in here to help me with his math homework. And it was like some problem that like, I literally was like, asked him are you doing division yet and he's all like no and i'm like well then i can't help you because i don't know how to get this answer from multiplying <laughs> like Damn.
1: like
3: i was
0: like <laughs> i don't see like i was like how like they didn't teach like their the teachings and the stuff that they're learning now at this age 10 mm. is two years old is way advanced than when i was 10
1: um i'm, I'm not even gonna hold you my little sister she, I, when i look at her homework i'm like yeah big, <laughs>
0: yeah like I, it took me literally he had like 10 questions or whatever on the paper it took me about an hour and a half just to do one problem <laughs> oh, wow. and and if, the reason why I was doing the one problem is I was I figured out the answer fast that wasn't the issue but I needed to figure out the answer with multiplying and being able to explain to him how I got the answer
1: right because anyone can get the answer It's really the yes how to do it so then
0: after we're done he's like i really still don't understand and i'm like well look, come on he's like no it doesn't matter and i'm like yes it does matter he's like no he's like, i don't understand so if i finish this the teacher's gonna think that i know the answers and then they're gonna give me more stuff he's like, and i was like you know what you're right you're right <laughs> you don't know it so they need to work with you more
1: right like you <laughs> really gotta gotta touch up on it
0: yeah and I feel like, damn, maybe I need to go back to elementary because <laughs> I felt dumb as hell that day, <laughs> but that's one thing, and then the other on the flip side of things is that there's kids that are being abused by their parents mm-hmm. that that their getaway was going to school, going to the after school program, and that's not available for them anymore yeah and and when you think about stuff like that. Like, it's actually really sad and stuff that, and there's probably parents that never used to even think about hitting their kids or beating their kids. But now because of this whole pandemic and losing their jobs, they now start they drinking to something. and it turns into to that. Right. So, and I feel like that's what they're not talking about on on TV. They're not talking about on the news. Like, they they skew their narrative a lot to make it seem like something it isn't. Like, yeah, there's all these white supremacies, and that is a serious issue, but there's so much more going on in this world than mm-hmm. freaking White People Wednesday and them do Trump in the Capitol. Um, mm-hmm. Not to go off topic huge, but like even just with that being said, you ever like watch these documentaries or these shows about serial killers?
1: Uh... I'm not even gonna lie to you bro like I if I'm watching TV it's like really rare or I'll be watching like anime well it, everybody <laughs> in their
0: anime hey, look man that's what I grew up on I can't I've never watched <laughs> no Pokemon never watched anime never watched Digimon I never watched nothing I was you, on Power you, Rangers wrestling and Family Matters
1: <laughs> I watched all that and then the anime too (laughs) Nah, i couldn't couldn't do it
0: um but um what i was gonna say is when you see these these documentaries about like the you know bomber and all these other stuff and then you think about it like what did they even come from i never heard about this on the news and then i'm like wait a minute how many serial killers are out there right now because they're they're not they're not talking about it on the news and clearly they just didn't go extinct people are still killing people for no damn reason Mm -hmm. um but like we don't care about Things like that are that are important
1: in the news. I think people don't care about things until it affects them.
0: This is very true, and and there's um even with the social in, injustices, like yeah, I'm a, I'm a black man, but a lot of where I live, like I'm how do I put this? Like I've been racially profiled, yes, and I've mm. been called a nigger before. Um, I pa- actually Paxson, y'all owe me something for that. I um, went to go apply. This is when I was 17. I went to go apply for Paxson in the Ventura Mall. Actually, I didn't even go apply for Paxson. I went to go apply for this store that's called uh, DEMO, and I guess they were owned by the same company. DEMO didn't have any more applications anymore, so they told me to go to Paxson to get one. So I went in there with my friend Chris, and I'm like, hey, can I get an application for DEMO? And then guys are like, "Uh, we don't have any more applications for DEMO. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, can I get an application for here? Not thinking that it's the same application like you did. My thought process wasn't there. Mm. And he's a like, fine here. Take one, you stupid nigger. And me and my oh. friend were like, what the hell? And I didn't say anything. I, again, I was this, that was a 17-year-old me. He's lucky that that's not the me today. <laughs> right. But um, like. That's uh, wow Yeah, like to see like something so blatant all because I asked for an application. Like something so small that didn't mean anything. Like that's just mm. a racist person. I don't know where the guy's at now. 2000s, um,
1: 2000,
0: 2006, yeah, right when I graduated. Wow. Um, 2006, to, yeah, 2006, 2000. 2007. I, um, I don't know where he's at now, but um, it that's it, crazy. Yeah, it's it's real crazy. Like it's just, but that's how how people think. And I was going somewhere with this story, but I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, let me just play another song just to uh get into my next topic. Um, you feeling okay so far?
1: Yeah, everything's smooth.
0: Okay, I'm okay. in the wrong playlist, so I'm, I'm probably gonna get in your business right now. So, mm. <laughs> okay, so this is like one of my favorite songs right now. It's by this dude named Famous. It's called '90s R&B, and I'll explain in a minute why I played this.
2: Mm. In the park, let's take it back to winning her heart. Let's take the time to get to know each other. Nowadays, we're in a hurry, in a rush. Respect to make her feel so special. Mm. Let's take it back to being faithful. Let's take it back to holding her hand. Let's take it back to being Uh. a real man forever, if I
1: that so, wait, wait. before you start what, what's his art what's his artist's his
0: name his name is famous the songs cut 90s r&b famous I'm, I'm actually
1: searching it right now so famous yeah. 90s r&b 90s it, r&b yeah
0: it's on it's on apple music or spotify whichever yeah,
1: I, I just added it right now
0: yeah that's like one of my favorite songs um right now that's why and yeah, yeah it's really <laughs> really fire and one thing i can tell you got a little bit of rhythm because you you nodding on beats <laughs> i respect that <laughs>
3: second thing is
0: so i'm i get the assumption that you're not in a relationship right now um
1: where'd you get that from i don't know i mean i'm not not, but i just
0: (laughs) i just i don't know i just i just i don't know i
1: mean i mean yeah but yeah
0: yeah i'm a really good judge of character i tell you i'm a life coach so i went to school to be able to read people that's basically Mm -hmm. what it is and you take a test about basically just with pictures and you basically had to say what the person's feeling or what they, what they're going to do and everything like that. I aced the test. It was like 140 questions when I mean, Damn. ace, I mean, I got everything right. So I, 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 I get people, I read people. Um, hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with being single. Don't get me wrong. But my question is, is what does... So the song talks about, like, when he falls in love, he wants it to be, like, 90s R&B. And when we think of 90s R&B, or in just the 90s in general, we think about good times. We had, like, Tupac. We had a Biggie. We had um, really good music. Um, mm-hmm. Usher first came out nice and slow. Like, just... And it, it was all about, like, love songs. Um, and he wants to take it back into the day where we actually... Cater to our women in a sense, hashtag Desi's child, but um, <laughs> um, cater to them and to just feel what really love is now. And now, when we see TV and see stuff like, oh, I can't be with you unless you get me a Birkin. Like, oh. it's true. Like, that's, oh, that's how no. these girls are doing it now. <laughs> so, oh, no. And, and I'm cool. And you know I'll how hard it. it is to actually get a Birkin? It's not you, you can't to, just you can't just one. go out
1: and buy one. Exactly, you have to, be, you have to spend a certain amount or something. And they exactly, some it ain't list. it
0: ain't it ain't hard. So these girls that are thinking that they gonna get Birkins, like no, you better be happy with a Coach purse.
1: I mean, if you are getting a Birkin, it's probably gonna be used. Honestly,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, with that being said, what what is your ideal relationship, or what do you what do you look for when you when you get into a relationship?
1: Damn. You trying to have me put it on, <laughs> on the podcast? <laughs> uh, yo, go ahead and ask the question one more time.
0: <laughs> so, when you get into when you get into your ideal relationship, or what what do you look for in a relationship? Like, what are you what are you what are you looking for? What are you searching for? What do you want that relationship to look like?
2: Hmm.
1: True. Um. To be completely honest, if I were to settle down in a relationship, it would have to be with someone who is going to, well, for one, they have to be supportive and caring. I think that's two very important aspects of a relationship. But at the the same time, not only just all that, but I need this person to be my person, like to understand who I am, understand what really makes me me. And I feel that, like, the biggest thing that I faced is um, since, I'm, since I'm still trying to become who I like, I want to be, like, I'm always going to put my, my goals and all that first. So the struggle I found with past relationships is because I'm so goal driven and I put that before everything even before a relationship, that's where the issues usually start to happen because I'm spending quote unquote too much time focusing on gym, focusing on work, focusing on school. And I feel that if I were to be in a relationship with someone, they would have to really understand that at the end of the day, like this stuff has to come first because if they were to decide tomorrow to walk out of my life, I still need to have something for myself. Like that's the way I see things because love is like, Love is cool and all, but at the same time, someone can just wake up one day and decide that's it. I'm done with you. I don't want to be with you. And now you're left with yourself. And if you don't have anything for yourself, then you're pretty much there. Like you're just asked out, like you don't have the person you want to be with and whatever goals you had set for yourself that you didn't end up doing because you were so focused on just your relationship. Now you're, you're left with nothing. And I just never want to be put in that type of situation, I guess.
2: Have
0: you so, been put in that situation before?
1: Oh no, because I always put my goals first. So like if I did end up becoming single, I'm still working towards what I was trying to get done and accomplished. But I feel like if I were to have been that way where I was so invested in just my relationship rather than on my own personal development as well, then I definitely would have been screwed over at the end because now I'm just I'm behind where I wanted to be in life. At the same time, the person I spent X amount of time with. no longer with me so i'm starting back at ground zero but other than someone being really supportive i also like i feel that having like um a relationship it should also be like a partnership almost where you support each other where you're where you need each other most so like i i see people posting all the time like oh i need my man to buy me this and like that to me, that, that's corny. Like, that shouldn't be what being in a relationship is about. Like, yeah, he, you know, spoiling your significant other is cool and all, but, like, how are you helping them better themselves? How are you bringing them value into that relationship? Like, what are you doing to make them feel better about being them type of thing? That's what I feel is more important to me in a relationship. Because if I feel that, like, if I'm with someone and they don't make me feel good about myself, like, as in, like, they're putting me down for wanting to accomplish what I'm trying to do, like, that really steers me out of wanting to even be in that relationship, because, like, they should be wanting the best for me, and not wanting to hold me back from whatever it is my dreams may be, just as I would also want my person to go about accomplishing all their dreams without me having to hold them back, so I feel like The struggle that definitely happens with a lot of relationships is people don't understand communication is really important because if you don't communicate what you're frustrated about and you let it continue on for months and months and months and now you're just left with all this built-up frustration then one day when you decide to finally let that person know it's going to seem like oh whoa I had no idea let alone now it's it's more than just, Oh, this was bothering. It's, it's been bothering me. This is like really set me over the edge. I don't even want to be with you. So now you're in that situation where it's like, do I really want to be with this person because they weren't fixing whatever it is that I didn't like and stuff like that ends up happening. But if you were to just had communicated what it is you're frustrated with at the very beginning, when you got frustrated, it would have been a lot easier to fix. So I don't know. I feel like communication is very important being supportive. Um, I can't be with someone who's materialistic. I'm not even going to lie to you because like to me, like that's not important at all because I don't know. I I just, as I get older, I start to realize a lot of that stuff doesn't matter to me as much as it used to. Like for example, um, if you look at, how I was back in 2018 all I wanted to do was buy Hella shoes more shoes just like buy the newest whatever that came out and it was just just a habit type of thing whereas now I'm more focused on like being content with what I have and figure out what I can do to better myself as an individual instead so I don't know I can't be with someone who's off all their focus on is getting a Louis bag or just being focused on my man has to buy me a, a Benz. Like I I see that and it's honestly like it's a turn off when I see people are thinking that way. But it's just like not the type of person for me, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at.
0: Yeah, I totally, I 100% agree with you. Um, I'm not materialistic. I'm, I'm really not materialistic. I don't have to have flashy stuff like most of my clothes. Um, you'll never know what it is um, because one, I want to dress a little different or look a little different. So I'm not going to be buying the most name brand stuff because everybody's that's trendy. Everybody's wearing that stuff. I may wear something that looks similar, but you'll never know where I got it from. Um, And however, I will say this. um, I I feel the girls don't have to look like
1: that either, but you can't be wearing no
0: knockoff shoes that we don't do.
1: (laughs) All right. I agree on that because you're better off just wearing like, regular shoes exactly and just rocking it like that like that's yeah no. Uh, i mean i get wanting the look or whatnot but you can always find alternatives for the look.
0: exactly like you i mean there's like what is it there's uh there's what is that store called i forget it's a high heel store it's online oh i wouldn't Ab something i forget <laughs> it's for women or whatever right and they make affordable shoes that look similar to other sh- types of shoes um so you don't have to be wearing no red bottoms like no one's tripping on on any of that
2: mm-hmm.
0: um but um yeah i feel uh, so you did you made a point by saying if you get into a relationship do you do you believe that people can be
1: happily single i mean people can be but that's not my goal like i'm to be honest uh
0: you keep saying to be honest now i want you to lie to me
1: I don't need to lie. Well <laughs> this I, I I say that all the time. But yeah. <laughs> I guess my biggest thing is if I if I did find that person for me, the the woman who I can see supporting me throughout the rest of my life, I that's who I'd want to be with. Because my life goal, um, as corny as like some of my guy friends think, or they think I'm capping every time I say it, but like I just want to be like a really good dad one day. Um that's just something I've wanted for myself. I'm not saying I'm trying to have someone give me kids tomorrow, (laughs) but one of my goals and aspirations is to be a good father and husband because I saw how much of an impact that made on my life. When my mom met my dad, I called my stepdad, my dad. And when my mom met my dad, like not only was he raising us as his own children, but at the same time, like the, the joy he brought into my mom's life by really showing her how a man should be treating a woman in a relationship was night and day and like my mom now if you see her she is always happy she's nice to everybody you know like there's nothing that really that seems to upset her unless me and my siblings do something dumb to piss her off Mm -hmm. and i feel that by having someone to always fall back on like they were able to support each other throughout like their relationship emotionally and spiritually and all that. And it just makes a difference on how you are as an individual. Yeah.
2: I
0: totally agree with all that.
1: Yeah. I think just finding my person would be nice and sticking with them throughout life because if I could, if I could really like find a way to continue to have a career where I don't have to go to a job like nine to five, Mm -hmm. and then i can spend time with my future kids like that's my goal honestly because my dad he's a hardworking man but at the same time there was a lot of sporting events he missed out on um just a few life events in general like throughout like like school and high school and all that because he was always gone for work so like i don't really want to be in that situation if i don't have to be so i guess like that's my biggest thing is I, I say if I'm in a relationship, but it's because I'm not trying to just jump into a relationship with someone just to be in a relationship. Like I, I look for certain things. And if I don't see that potential with someone, then I'd rather just be single. I, I totally, I totally I love everything that you said.
0: Um, and I 100% feel the same way. Um, I, if I'm not, I'm not even trying to look for anybody because I don't feel that I'm in the point of my life even at 32, and that's what It's really important to um, to, to realize uh, that you're on your own timeline. I'm mm-hmm. um, like, uh, if you don't mind my asking, how old are you? 24. Okay, so you're still young. Um, and uh, uh, to be on your own timeline, I feel like society and everything tells us that if at a certain age you should be having kids, or you should be doing this, or you need to have a house and have money and all that that stuff and I'm not saying that none of that is important but it, there's no timeline like who's to say when you're supposed to have kids like or who's to say when this is supposed to happen for you mm-hmm. um and I do believe that you know like whenever it's my time to do any of that um that's when it'll happen um so I say all that to say, um, yeah, I'm not looking for nothing. Uh, I, but I do believe that people can be very happily single. Um, mm. People say that um, there's somebody for everybody and I don't believe that.
1: Dang.
0: Um, the reason I say that is because there's people in this world that have illnesses like Down syndrome or something like, you know? And they probably will never find anybody or be able to have a relationship. Mm -hmm. so by you saying that there's somebody for everybody that counsels them out so are they not somebody right so i don't i don't believe that there's somebody for everybody um and there's nothing in the bible that i've read that says that there is (laughs) um (laughs) but hey to each his own
1: i mean I, i i guess i can see where you're coming from but with the whole being happily single Uh, I mean, being single is cool and all. Like you don't really have anyone on your neck about anything you're doing because you're the only one. You're like, you're just worried about you. But at the same time, um, I think it's nice to have someone to look forward to talking to every day. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm not gonna say, even though like my relationships in the past turned out to obviously me being single, I'm not gonna say at one point that wasn't what I was looking forward to doing every day was talking to my person yeah so like when I when I think about that aspect of everything of course it's nice to be in a relationship but at the same time you shouldn't have to lose yourself to be in that relationship and that's that's like a big thing to me
0: yeah I, t- I totally agree I feel that um oftentimes people do lose themselves in a relationship like I want kids I want all of that stuff and before I would think that okay I'm going to actually I never thought I was gonna get married um I thought about having a wedding <laughs> but not actually the marriage part <laughs> yeah I'm just like okay she's gonna be waiting at the altar while I walk down <laughs> <kind of laughs> but I never really um yeah it's never um yeah it's never something that I ever think about like I don't think like I think about me being in a relationship and then when I think about it, I'm like, oh my god, I got to deal with her emotions and everything. I will like, say, who has time for that? <laughs> um, not that I wouldn't do it, but I'm just like, ain't nobody got time for that right now. Like, you're crying over spilled milk, like, and then you gotta yeah. give up a little bit of yourself too, to be with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not a bad thing, not a bad thing at all. And that's something mm-hmm. that you should do when you're in a relationship. But I don't feel that I am at the stage in my life where I want to yeah. be where I want to where I want to be. Mm. Um, and i feel like being in a relationship there there comes sacrifices that you have you have to make and i'm Always. not ready to make any of those sacrifices right now okay. because i feel like i'm literally just now walking into my purpose the door has been open right and i'm starting to walk in there and i don't like i just turned down a job opportunity the other uh, yesterday and it was a good job job opportunity but i realized that um, I'm trying to, I don't want to be behind the scenes of things anymore.
2: Right.
0: I want to be upfront. I want to do this podcast. I want to do that. And I felt that if I was going to take this job opportunity, I would have had to sacrifice focusing on me. Right. And I've spent so many years not focusing on me right. that me being in a relationship or me taking this job would be again, me not focusing solely on me.
1: Exactly. And,
0: and I don't know how to, put my all into two things basically in a sense yeah. so for, for me that can't that's something that can't happen right now
1: i mean I'm, I'm happy you you've identified what it is that you want for yourself because that's really important especially with whatever it is that you want to accomplish whether it's with life or with your relationships like you should really know what you want first before doing anything and I feel that's one of the biggest things that, um, that I had to learn for myself at least because for a while I was honestly doing things because I felt that it was what was expected of me to do, I guess. And it's not like it was hard to accomplish. So it just felt like okay, I might as well do it because like, it's, it's not going to do me harm, but at the same time, it's not really exactly what I wanted to do. So I I guess to really touch up on that, like when, when I graduated from high school, uh, my dad pretty much just said, Hey, either you go to school full-time or you join the military. And at the time I was like, Whoa, (laughs) I'm not trying to go to school right now, so I guess I'll join the military. And it wasn't like I really di- I, like desire to be in the Air Force so badly that I want to just join up. But I also had no idea what else I wanted to do with my life. So like that kind of situation, I just made the best out of it and learned what I could. And I think it was really good for me, at least, because t- now I know what I do want, and it's to not be in the Air Force anymore mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But had I never really joined i don't think i'd be the person i am today because um it forced me to grow up and to do that fast because the moment that i left my parents house that was it like there's no like i'm gonna go back to my parents no you signed a contract you're stuck for the next few years you don't have any choice you got to figure it out at least for those six years or four or four years and just knowing that I was really on my own trying to figure things out that made like the biggest difference on everything so I don't know I just think that life experiences overall really help determine what it is like you really want for yourself moving forward
0: yeah I totally I totally 100% agree but so just to switch gears a little bit I want to play this song by Sam Fitcher um, I was saying that uh, no matter what type of business you have or anything, I believe that social media, Facebook, Instagram is a really great means to um, to promote yourself or promote your business. I end up finding the guy that I did the interview with earlier today, um, the singer, he, due to an Instagram ad. Oh, wow. So, um, and his music is actually really, really good. Um, so, this particular song is by sam fitcher he's um from the uk i believe mm-hmm. um and then i want to switch into a different gear um but i uh, hear here's the song live
3: and a dress like me dying to impress like me they drink and get high i hate to be one of those people i don't know who are just like me oh here i go again mr cynicism finding anything It's a pain with criticism I keep, I keep telling myself I don't want to be like that Cause somewhere out there Somebody else is talking about me like that I talk shit about people I don't know Who are just like me I talk shit about people in my phone who are just like me. that live and they dress like me. Dying to impress like me. They drink and get high. I'd hate to be one of those people I don't know. Who are just like me. that live and they breathe like me. Cry and they bleed like me. Dying to be seen. I hate to be one of those people I don't know. But I just might be. With that particular
0: song, um, I feel like we all fall into to the trap, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Of judging others and i say it's a trap because there's so many things on like social media like we have media uh, markets like um the shade room for instance that mm-hmm. their main goal i, I don't want to say that the, their main goal this is their main goal but it's called the shade room
1: for so, a reason <laughs>
0: yeah exactly so they literally are posting stuff so the world can go on there and talk shit about people right the things that they're posting like that that's what what it's for um and it's super super sad to see but we fall into it and we feed into it if so-and-so doesn't look like this oh they post a picture and now we we begin to drag them and um when i first started the podcast with the rundown um i've said this in one of my previous podcasts and on the podcast on one of them i was talking about the whole tory lanes thing because i feel like i'm a funny individual <laughs> And I talk a lot of stuff. Granted, um, I made a, a real tasteless joke. And it was a joke. Mm. Um, but it was tasteless, and I shouldn't have made it. Um, like It's cool to make so little jokes like that with your friends, but not where people can actually see it. What I had said was, um, <laughs> um, when allegedly Tori Lanez had shot Meg the Stallion, I was mm. like, oh, how did he shoot her in the ankle? Was she galloping away? <laughs>
1: yeah <Hey, yo. Like, laughs> chill out <laughs> yeah. like, chill.
0: It, like it, it was tasteless like i shouldn't have i shouldn't have made the comment because at the end of the day like she got shot whether it was from a fragment or whatever the case was or however it was done mm-hmm. the evidence that she got shot doesn't matter who shot her It doesn't matter what shot her the fact is that she was a woman and she was you know attacked in some sort of fashion and that's not a laughing matter
1: mm-hmm.
0: granted my joke was funny but it was just very tasteless right uh, Um, But I mean, we fall into that and me being a life coach and everything, um, I've been able to, I've been, I've had to be able to find the balance with being my true self, which makes jokes and whatever, and, Mm -hmm. you know, try to make things lighthearted, but at the same time, still be respected in a sense, and people take me serious. Um, So do you find it hard for you to to be do you straddle the fence at all when it comes to saying certain things or or do you feel that you're you're good like you know or do you ever go back and like damn i shouldn't have said that
1: Mm, yes i do uh the only reason why i say that is because like growing up in my household the way we bonded was roasting like that's what we do like if we had dinner together like, we would find ways to roast each other. Like, my dad would roast me. I'm going to roast my brother. My brother's roasting my sister. And then my sister tried to roast my other sister. And then they started roasting me. Like, that's just how we got along. And and it was just fun because we knew it was just, like, us cracking jokes on each other. And I guess since I was so accustomed to that being the norm in my household, I just – I was always roasting my friends. Like, that, was, that was the thing. And it wasn't until I realized, like um, – it was actually when I first joined the Air Force that one of my friends was really, like – he was really hurt by me roasting him, that he just stopped. He stopped showing up, and I was like, "Yo, where? I'm not gonna name him, but I was like, where he, where he, where is he at? Like, he hasn't pulled up in a minute, mm-hmm. like, because we used to live in these, um, we used to live in these dorms. It'll be like four of us to a dorm. We all have our own room, but we'll share a kitchen. So it'll be like, "Yo, come to my spot. Really, it's just down the hall, but you know, we're like, "Come to my spot. We'll just kick you in the living room. da da da." And, you know, like when you're playing video games, you just start capping on each other and you just you're just roasting. So like me being me, like I'm a roast because that's just like that's just how we all get along. Like they'll cap on me. I'll cap on them. But he just never had like a quick comeback. So he was it was just like he was was just getting roasted. There was no benefit for him. He was just 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 getting roasted. And eventually someone's like, yo, you got to chill with that. I was like, wait, what? Like this is what we do. Like we we all roast each other. You guys just got done roasting me. And he's like, nah, but not with him. So that's when I started really thinking, like, uh, maybe not everybody should be getting roasted, I guess. Like, I, I, yeah. I by whatever I'm saying, really can affect how mm-hmm. someone feels. And I, I, really, I just felt bad after that. I ended up apologizing and all that, but like, it was never my intention for him to never pull up and hang out with this. Like, cause it was just cracking jokes. Like, that's just what we were all doing. Like, even the rest of the group, like, they were, like, we just do that as friends. So I don't know, just like, really understanding not everyone communicates or takes jokes the same way and that was the moment for me at least
0: yeah um i i've had experience with that i'm not friends with this person anymore because of it oh wow dang i mean I i'm felt, still i didn't even still know friends we were, no i didn't even know we weren't friends until, <laughs> until like yes. months later like i'm still um, cool with
1: my boy like <laughs> we talk
0: I, and i felt so 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 actually i'm not even gonna lie i don't feel bad at all (laughs) like it was a joke i feel bad that we're not friends but i don't feel bad about the joke that i made um because i feel that like
2: i've joked
0: with you so many other times about certain things and and there comes a point in time if you really can't take the joke let me know like you we're cool enough but we have open dialogue enough for Mm -hmm. you to let me know like hey that's not cool or whatever and on top of that, you be roasting people too. That's I what I'm saying. I personally don't get roasted. And the reason why I think people don't roast me is oh, because, no. like, I come back 10 times harder. And when I roast, like, it's it's personal. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to make you look dumb. Um, so yeah. I you, people usually don't t- say stuff. And if they do say something, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to let them have it. Because if I say what I'm going to say, we're not going to be cool no more. Yeah. Um um i go for the jugular but i had made a comment um so he for halloween i hope you don't know this
2: person oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say their name
0: because you might um for us so for halloween a few years back um like two years ago um he uh with him and his friend he wore um i guess they were like um plumbers or something like that or whatever and on the thing it said something like um we have all the equipment or whatever to to clear your pipes or something like that something like you know that was dirty in a sense and there it's been talked about from girls that he's been with that he has a little thing damn. You know? so i commented under the picture and um I was wait like, what you
1: put on the pic
0: i don't care because it's everybody knew about it it wasn't a secret um and i was like well i've been far- Ev- <laughs> no damn. it's not a when i tell you it's not a secret <laughs> um <laughs> yo that's I'm tough. like i'm like um i put on the picture i was like well i've heard that you didn't have enough enough equipment to get the job done <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you know. he got mad Gosh. and i didn't even know he was mad well of course it, it wasn't until like um it was like two instances it was that thing and then um and i i guess he was upset but he didn't even tell me i had seen him mm-hmm. in um I, I every year minus this year i plan like this christmas um christmas dinner or whatever mm-hmm. um and it's like a tradition and I didn't realize it was a tradition until somebody said, said it to me. That's neither here nor there. So I was mm-hmm. planning it, sent a group text out. And he said that, yeah, he's going to go. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, I'm down. I'm going, I'm going. So I had seen him on this Monday. And I'm like, hey, are you still going to the thing? He's like, what thing? And I'm like, the Christmas dinner. He's like, I don't know about no Christmas dinner. <laughs> and I'm like, you said that you were going in the group text. Like, I got the receipts and the invoice. Oh, like,
3: man.
0: <laughs> like, you said that you were going. Like, how you, don't play dumb with me right now and he's like oh why well, i have to work but um it's fine i'll just call out and i'm like oh okay cool so then the day of it he comes up it comes up and he's like oh yeah i can't go anymore i, I really have to work and i'm like God. well before you told me it wasn't a big deal that you could take the day off mm-hmm. and he's like well like i need the money all of a sudden you need the money cuz if you need the money you've always known you needed the money mm-hmm. i don't care that you can't right. go but you i we made plans and you had Plenty of time
1: to make adjustments To
0: make adjustments. Cause I told you guys in advance, you could have requested the day off. Um, so in hindsight, I'm thinking now that he was mad at that comment, he knew he wasn't coming that day and just said that he was going to go. Mm-hmm. So the one thing I guess that tipped it over was <laughs> um, I called him out in the group chat um, because no, no, no. And I think about it now, I probably shouldn't have called him out in the group chat.
1: You, you couldn't do it. Like,
0: but I wasn't thinking yeah. at the time, because, like, everybody knows I'm a straight shooter. Like, I'm going to tell you what it is how and how it is. And, and I have a lot more tact now than I did mm-hmm. back then. Um, and uh, I basically called him out and told, like, I don't remember exactly what I said, but um, I guess... Um, and I didn't know until like maybe two months later when I went to go, I bought this thing, like an app to see like who unfollowed me so I can unfollow some people. And I realized that he had followed me and I'm like, what? He doesn't follow me. Um, so then I go on Twitter and I realize that I'm blocked on Twitter and then I go to Snapchat and I realize that he, I don't have him on Snapchat either. Oh. And I'm like, dang, like he's really mad. And I was just like, whatever, like, you know, like he's just gonna have to be mad. And then I hit him up a couple of, like a month after that and spoke about it. And, and he was just really upset about the thing. I apologized, but the it was damage already too, was done. too far gone. Yeah. yeah well, at
1: that but point I, it's over with. Like.
0: Exactly. And I didn't know because he would joke like that with us too. So, you know, like if I would have known, then I would have apologized and handled things differently, but I didn't know. Like, honest to God, I didn't know that he was offended or, you know, hurt. Mm-hmm. Um. And it, and it was an eye-opener for me to, to be able to change certain qualities in certain ways mm-hmm. that I handle and do things. So, ultimately, like, yeah, it was the end of a friendship, but I got something out of the end of that friendship.
1: That's true. At least you got an understanding of how you should be moving forward. Yeah. Like, that's a big thing.
0: Big, big. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've learned tact, and I uh, you know now I don't really roast anybody. Yeah. Um, uh unless you know they ask him for it um because don't start nothing if you can't finish it
1: i mean yeah but shoot i mean i don't know i don't think i can be friends with my guys if we couldn't roast each other to be honest
0: like why is that
1: because it's fun like,
0: <laughs>
1: it's not just talking shit but, but like i don't want to have to like especially if we're just playing the game i want to be like boy you a bum like yeah. and you you can't get offended by me calling you i'm not really thinking you're a bum no but
0: that's why you couldn't <laughs> roast with me because i'd say something that's personal yeah i like, really believe it, it no be I, a joke but it's the truth
1: <laughs> like mine are all like straight up jokes i'm just trying to like <laughs> s- spark some type of like like trash talk while you're playing the game type of thing like it's not yeah. me looking to hurt your feelings or anything so
0: and i know uh, i remember one time um the one of my other when i worked at vans one of my other employees um i swear to this day and he knows that i i said this about him because i was honest with him i i think he's dumber than a box of rocks <laughs> like he's just not no. intelligent <laughs> like and he was saying that like he he uh is, he's really book smart and all this other stuff and i'm like mm-hmm. really and we're all at dinner and I was like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I, I really didn't think you were smart at all. I thought you uh, I thought you were like dumber than a box of rocks. <laughs> and he's all like, what? And then the person that's no longer my friend, he was instigating like, damn, a whole box? Like, <laughs> 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 um, But I'm just like, that's something like when I go, like, I'll tell the, the truth about you. Like, it'll be a roast, but I will be telling a story that's true. And it's, you know, if I say that you, you're a bum, it's probably because you are. Like, yeah. even with my uncle, like, they be thinking that I don't even really like them because I literally just be talking shit, like, you know, and like the other day he was all like, <laughs> this is funny, he was making like a cake or whatever, and he like, tit, tit like, tastes it, he's like, oh, yes, he's all like, I just make everything great, and I was like, accept your life.
2: <laughs> like she like come on like, yo come on yo, like but it was truth,
0: but it was so shady but i'm just like i gotta that's hurtful it <laughs> is that's what i'm saying i say i go for the jugular no, and right. so I'm i was not, like i can't roast because like yeah it's funny everybody else will laugh but it's at the expense of you It's they're not laughing yeah
1: yeah i don't, don't want to do them like that like if i'm roasting i'll be like it's more so on like yo this this dude is ass or he's trash it's just like it's just nothing too serious because, like, you might be asked, but it's just at the video game, you know. Like it's not that- <laughs> I'm not saying your whole your whole life is you're a bum. I'm saying you're, you're a bum at this game, like that right there. Like that. That's all I, I like using it for. Or like if we're if we're like coping or something, we're playing sports. Like I love talking trash, even if I'm like if I'm not even that good. I like I like talking trash just to see if it'll mess with them like when we're playing, mm-hmm. so I can have some type of edge. You know, that's. it makes a difference.
0: Yeah, not to cut you off. That's funny that you say that. So like, I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So anything that I could potentially not be good at and I know that I'm not going to be good at it, I won't even do it. (laughs) And the reason because of that, because you're not going to sit there and talk shit about me. (laughs) Like you ain't like, it's just, I'm not good at this. I'm not even going to participate in it. Mm -hmm. Like I don't find it fun. If I'm not good at it, I'm not going to find it fun.
1: I mean I'm the same way, but I'm gonna keep trying until I get good. That's nah, it. I don't
0: have that much time on my hands. Nah. <laughs> I don't yeah, I'm busy. I'm, I'm booked and busy. Like I don't yeah. have that much time in my hand. Like um Grant, And it's even and that's why people get the assumption that I'm good at so many things. It's not that I'm good at so many things, it's just that I see something, I'll know if I'll be good at it, and, and then you'll I'll do it. only do those good things. And it's the same um, thing like when people are like, oh, you think you know everything. No, I don't think I know everything. I just only speak on things that I that know, about.
1: know about.
0: Yeah. Um, so it's not that I'm trying to be right. It's just that I am right. And I am right because I know about this. If I for a second think that I could be wrong, then I'm not going to speak on it. Right. Um, so it, it comes off, it you know, I, I think I'm wise in that way. But it can come off negative to people too. Like, oh, you think you know it all? You think you're the best at everything? And it's like, no, I don't think I'm the best at everything. I just know what I'm not good at. So I'm just not even gonna try it.
1: Mm, that makes sense.
0: But um, before I let you go, I did notice that you said that you um are um having your own gym. Um, having my own gym or working out or something? I swear that was you.
1: Work- I don't it was maybe it
0: was about working out. Maybe not a own gym. Yeah, I, was, I don't have a gym. Um, that would be nice. I, t- I seen a post where you said something about working out and that you come a long way, and people may have puts you down in a sense because of the way you look, but you're happy oh, with the way that you look?
1: I don't... I mean, I could touch up on that because that's really a big reason why I started working out. Like, I have a whole backstory on that, honestly. Yeah,
2: please
1: do. So, alright. Hear me out. One time, this was like, I'm going to say, freshman year. There was this girl. You know, I was really trying to spit at her and she just looked me dead in my eyes. she goes you are too skinny and i was like damn <laughs> like, i was like it's like that she goes yeah and it, it was just like she was so serious and then um it wasn't until i actually started lifting weights where i started like really noticing that i i have the potential to uh, put on muscle so a big reason why like i really enjoy the gym i guess is because it's just funny how that like, like the people who I knew, like when I was younger, like they would tease me all the time. Like uh, for one, like I was a late bloomer with my puberty. So I was like five foot all of middle school or less. And then uh, five ten. 10. Okay. Yeah. So I had my little growth spurt in high school. Um, I was skinny all through high school. But then after high school, I started putting on muscle or like gaining weight and stuff. So it's like it's definitely put on some type of uh, sense of accomplishment on myself. Because a lot of people would really ridicule me just for being skinny. Like, it, it was bad. Like, I'm, I'm talking, like, twigs, uh, chicken legs. Uh, what else? I could break you like a stick. Stuff like that. And I'd be like, damn, like, you, you probably could. But, like, you, but you don't got to tell me that. Like, I don't know. That that really messed with my confidence in high school, at least. Because, like, think about it. If you're, you, you're about to shoot and she straight tells you, like, you are too skinny. You could eat all you want. You're not about to put on no muscle within the next day. So it's like that one's that's over with. And then it wasn't just her. Like other girls would say the same thing. Like oh, you were just too skinny or da da da. So like, it's just funny how fast forward. Um, now actually, I'm not skinny. So it's like, imagine what else i can do for my body if i'd really focus like right now my focus is on cutting down but before like for the past six years my focus was on putting on size Mm -hmm. now i just want to trim down so it's like i didn't realize i had this type of potential to affect my my overall physique as a like as a person until i really took the gym seriously but i'm like even when i was like there was one point where i got really overweight i'm not gonna hold you because like
0: and I'm looking at the picture right
1: now. When I graduated, <laughs> when I graduated high school, I was 130. At my heaviest, I was 230.
0: You got you gained a whole person, the whole baby. Yeah. Dog. <laughs> like, whole baby dog. That, that's a whole bill. <laughs> and
1: and then now I'm at like 190, 189, 190. So I've seen the whole fluctuation between going from straight stick to being pretty fat to now being pretty athletic. And then there was, like, some in-between along the way. And now I'm just trying to see, like, if I have the self-discipline to get myself to the next level where I'm just, like, like super lean, I guess. It's just – the biggest thing is my diet is pretty crap. I'm not going to lie. Like, if my mom – if my if my mom says she made me something, I'm not going to be like, no, mom. I'm on a what diet. Nah. Everything. Like, what? All right. <sighs> she makes Filipino food. She makes – that's like party food i'm talking she makes like the food food so it, it, it's rice with a lot of flavor which means it's a lot of oil it's a lot of fats all that but me a it's a lot of it's a lot of <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of food that i don't have the like the ability to make myself as good as her so if she says hey i made this do you want a plate i'm gonna say yes make me two please And (laughs) that's
2: the problem. You always take
1: one. No, it's like make me a place so I can eat it when I get there and want to take home. Like, Mm -hmm. but um, my mom, like when she cooks, she's so used to cooking for such a large family Mm -hmm. because there's like in our household at least if we're all living together it would be seven of us. So she's making a a grip of food. But sometimes my siblings like they had it all the time. I was the one gone for a few years, so I will end up taking more than I need, Mm -hmm. which is what you're saying. Mm (laughs) <laughs> but like that's that's my biggest problem. Or if like, um, if she sees something that she's like, "Oh, I saw them making this, but I want to make it myself." So for example, like, uh, she saw the street tacos they were using cheese as like the tortilla instead of um the actual tortilla. So it's like,
0: it like it's, gonna clog it's the like, like
1: a, <laughs> but it's it's like you 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 fry the cheese and then yeah. you make the taco with the yeah, cheese. Yeah.
0: That's on the
1: of- it's and she's like hey i saw this come try it and you know i gotta go try it because yeah. she lived down the street so like, my mom only lives like well, a six minute drive from me so
2: cool. if she
1: says she got food i'm gonna pull up so then that's my problem my mom is always cooking i'm always trying to eat what she's cooking so oh, i'm definitely. never gonna say no that, that's what i'm saying but um i think the biggest reason though is because i was gone from it for so long so i don't like taking advantage or I don't like missing the opportunity to have her cooking.
0: That's that's good. Does she know that? Yeah,
1: yeah she knows that because like sometimes she'd be like, "Hey, what do you uh, what do you want me to make for the week?" So I can have you come over to eat this. I'm like, "Oh, don't get me started." Like <laughs> I've been waiting. That's
0: funny. Um, so. Now I can kinda, I can kind of relate. Like um, I all my life I've been actually that's not even true. Not even all my life. I want to say after high school. It's so crazy. And I blame this. So every, every summer I would go to Victorville and, mm. um, and stay with my family for like a month or so, my cousins and stuff, my aunt and uncle. Well, the last year I went for the month, um, they were moving and they moved to a bigger, different house. And this is so crazy. I don't know why people do this or anybody does this. You can't move everything into the house and have us sleeping in there, but not move the refrigerator. (laughs) They move the refrigerator last. So there was like me and my cousin David, we were staying in the house by ourselves, the new house for like mm, a few days. And literally like, because everybody's moving stuff, I didn't eat anything consistently during those days. And in Victorville, people that know, it's like, it's hot as hell out there. Mm -hmm. It's always like a hundred degrees. This is the middle of the summer. No breeze. It's humid as hell. And- yeah i i lost weight um and i was not able to gain it back um
2: Man.
0: so i was literally like after high school till th- literally this quarantine i was like 107 pounds 108 pounds Man.
3: um
0: yeah i was i was little i didn't look that skinny i people yeah. would, people would ask me how much i weigh i'm like oh i don't know i knew exactly how much i weigh <laughs> you're, you're not gonna know um that's but, for me to know. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah. So I was like so happy that the quarantine happened because literally I wasn't active anymore. And because I wasn't active when I would eat, um, I literally, I just naturally gained weight. So I gained like over 30 pounds during quarantine.
1: I mean, that's a good thing, ain't not it?
0: It is a good thing. I was just like, oh shit, I actually have an ass. Like, I <laughs> <Yo. laughs> got a little bit of a gut now, just a little. It's not not that noticeable, but I was just like, I didn't even know. I was like, well, look at that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but ne- so when that happened, like, I was like, okay, right, literally right before the quarantine, I was like, you know, I want to gain weight or release some muscle or some, like get the six pack or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And I started the gym a week before freaking COVID and quarantine happened. Mm-hmm. And then so sure the enough, memberships closed, so I wasn't able to go then yeah. they opened the gyms up again and then that was only open for like a week I went like two days and then they closed them again <laughs> so it's like kind of stop and go and I don't have the self motivation when it comes to working out to work out mm-hmm. at home yeah, like I'll do I'm it for sure a couple that. of days and then it just won't happen like I haven't been able to to get into a groove or get into a routine and then going yeah. to the gym yeah I would go with one of my friends but it's kind of intimidating. Really, for me, I like, like, cause mm. I'm so good at everything else, and this is an insecurity of mine that it, it for me, it's intimidating. Mm. Um, so if if I could say I'm, I'm weak in any type of way, it's not even weak in regards to my strength, but just weak when it comes to going to the gym and stuff like that. It's really, it takes a lot for me to, to, to get up and actually work out or go or get up and go out to work out somewhere.
1: You know what, honestly, it helps. Um, where it helped me when I first started is finding someone else who's just starting as well to go with. So you guys can hold each other accountable. Like, Hey, what time are we going? It's not just, you got to go by yourself. It's What time are we working at? What time are we doing this? Because sometimes I'm not going to lie. Like some days I didn't want to, I didn't want to work out, but there was always that one friend, like, yo, we were supposed to be here at this time. And I'm like, Oh, here I come. Like I'll be there. But when you have somebody else depending on you to be there to like spot them or to be in the gym with them, like it makes a big difference, I think.
0: No, definitely. I, and that's what I was doing with one of my friends, but uh then we stopped talking. <laughs> uh, I mean you can find more. Um, and then one of my other friends we going we had been going, but then COVID and everything, it's just it's a lot. So and I go to twenty four hours, so they just inventor opened it up outside. Right. So um they hit me up about that. So I'm like, okay, yeah, we gotta get on this because I can't be looking how I'm looking like and my and all I can think of is my friend telling me he's like you don't want to look like a a hot dog (laughs) and I'm just like no you right (laughs) cannot look like a hot dog
1: but um I mean yeah I I don't know even if I stopped working out and I didn't eat a lot I don't think I can get skinny anymore like it's like I'd have to run like I'd have to legit force myself to lose weight so I feel if you stick with it for like a year It's 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 gonna be there though. It's it's not just gonna magically go away, even if you stop. Yeah. Like you, you might not be as cut, but you're still gonna have the size. So if you really, if you really do want to get bigger, I would just say at least for a year.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna.
1: Or six months. Make it make it like a three month challenge at first, see if you can stick. I'm definitely
0: gonna have to. I mean, because I mean, that's I'm trying to do things that are I'm trying to do things that are outside of my comfort zone and Mm -hmm. because i'm the type of person that's usually down for anything there's a lot of things that are not outside of my comfort zone (laughs) so it's hard for me to think like what's actually outside of my comfort zone um but this is one of those those things
1: i mean it all all it is is just dedication just with whatever like just with everything else you do it's just finding the dedication dedication for that as well yeah
0: i totally agree you
1: definitely you got it man it's 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 not like it's too difficult because all it is is like getting there that's the hardest part yeah (laughs) (laughs) because once you're there you're like shoot I might as well work out like I (laughs) I didn't just drive here for nothing so if you just get there that's the first step really
0: well I do appreciate you coming on the podcast and really just taking the time out to speak to me and have the people get to know you Um, this was cool it was
1: really fun honestly Thank
0: you. I like I feel I I ended my... up adding that
1: song too, by the way. Like
0: uh, yeah, see, well, see I... Like famous. I need to interview him now because I did that. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I, I I'm gonna stop the recording right now. But um okay. before I stop the recording, um is there anywhere where people can reach you, um, whether it be on fitness or stocks or anything that you would want them to to know and or to they can converse with you
1: so if anyone ever wanted to reach out to me they can find me on instagram um my handle is brandon bruce all one word or if they wanted to talk to me on twitter it'll be brandon bruce 23 Um, both of them uh, i'm pretty sure i'll respond within the same day or the next day at least because like um at least throughout the week that's when i'm most busy because um like with the stocks, at least I'll be training people from 10 to 830 sometimes, depending on how booked the clients get with when they want to learn. But other than that, like if I'm not training them or if I'm like I'm at the gym, I'll, I'll reply to people left and right. But I try to stay focused with my clients like while I'm working with them because I really want them to get that full focus on what it is that they're trying to learn. So if they wanted to reach out to me, um, Brandon Bruce on Instagram, Brandon Bruce 23 on Twitter, and then we can go from there. And then, if you have any fitness questions yourself, Terrell, like I got you, really, because right. no, I, because <laughs> no, because I, I've, I've done the whole path with going from skinny to to big, from big to fat, fat to now where I'm yeah, at. We ain't so.
2: Trying to get
0: fat. <laughs> My pockets, yes, but not this, not this gut and this body.
1: <laughs> so whatever it is you're trying to do, I've some somehow I've been through the whole spectrum now, so I can help you get there
0: i really do appreciate that um and that guys if you guys follow him that's brandon with a o because they're gonna be out here spreading it with an E or an a mm. um it's brandon with an O, brandon um <laughs> but anyways <laughs> thanks again so much for for joining me with the create your own story and yeah that's pretty thanks much for it. having me we bro
1: today i appreciate um, you hope you all have a good day you too <laughs>
0: that's all we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed yourself on this episode of Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett. We'll catch you next time.